or not to be? That is the question. My horse, my horse, my kingdom for a horse. Don't be so dramatic. Hello and welcome to Don't Be So Dramatic. I'm Steve Bradley. Now, this week we've got part one of maybe two or three. I haven't decided yet. And it's with a special guest, Charlie Brunton or Charles Brunton. And he is on Broadway at the moment in Matilda. And we talk to him and find out how he got from West End to Broadway. And Charlie's had an amazing career starting off at the age of nine, and you'll hear all about that in a minute. So he was a child actor in the West End, continued his career, and then got a chance to go over to Broadway to play Miss Trunchbull in Matilda. So here's part one of his story. Hello and welcome to Don't Be So Dramatic. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Jason B. Moore. And today we've got a fantastic guest on the show, live from New York. We are on Skype to Charlie, or Charles Bronton, who hey, is a right. now? He's a West End and now Broadway star. Hi, Charlie. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Cool. I'm very good. We're sitting in a studio and actor centre, and you're in a lovely hotel in New York. But never yes, mind. my feet <laughs> those perfs. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is New York today? What's it like? It's really sunny. It's been really sunny all week. Um, we had a bit of rain last night, but today it's it's literally I've got a bit of sunburn going on. No way. Seriously, it's really hot over here. Really, really hot. Have you been uh, to New York before? Yeah, I've um, got some family here. They live down in Brooklyn, so I went to go and visit them yesterday. Wow. And uh, actually, no, I visited them about six years ago, I think, last time. Um, but the weather was much different. It was freezing cold last time I was here. <laughs> cool. Oh, great. So let's talk a bit about your the early part of your career, because now, you know, on Broadway, it's fantastic. Yeah. And you're in Matilda. You're playing Miss Trunchbull. Cool. So yeah. let's let's go right back. So where did it start for you? Did you always want to be a performer? Yeah, that's when I was three. Um, my sister was in a panto in Southampton in this theatre called the Mountbatten Theatre. It's just been knocked down and turned to a library, which is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, um, uh, I saw her in Mother Goose there, and I decided that's what I wanted to do. At I three? Why. At the age of three. <laughs> um, and so uh, my, my uh, I started doing putting plays on and things like that inside the lounge in the kitchen. Did you really? Like Where were you from originally? Yeah. Were you from Southampton like, or...? Yeah, from Southampton originally, yeah, down in Hampshire. Uh, they, uh, my parents were so annoyed with it that my mum decided for my fifth birthday she was going to take me to tap classes because she thought that would get it out of my system. <laughs> yeah. And it just made it worse. It just went on and on and on. And then on my, I think it was my eighth birthday, I started doing drama classes. Wow. And then I got my first job in town when I was nine. <laughs> what, when you were nine? <laughs> yes, in, in musical nine as well. Uh, it's in the Royal Festival Hall. So how did uh, how did that happen though? How did you get from that drama and tap classes to being in nine at the Royal Festival Hall with Jonathan Price? How did that happen? Jonathan Price. Uh, the drama the class I was doing was in a fair room with a woman called Mrs. Holland, and she did uh, a weekend workshop with Andrew Bain. Yes. Um, he was. He's, I think he was at the time he was directing Aspects of Love in London, and uh, he was about to do nine. And so he came in, did a little workshop with us, said if I asked if I wanted to audition. <laughs> um, the auditions were at the Sylvia Young Theatre School, so uh, my parents took me up there. And halfway through my audition, Sylvia Young came into the room with a tray of, uh, like, coffee and biscuits and stuff like that, and then asked if I wanted to audition for her school. <laughs> at the same time? At the same time. Oh, my so God. I auditioned for a school, and... Um, 
Uh, she offered me a scholarship to go full-time, you know, the stage scholarship yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but my parents wanted me to stick to a normal academic school. Oh, and aren't parents annoying side. when you want to be an actor? They're so annoying. No, <laughs> interfering. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they, uh, I went to a normal school, um, but they were... Um, I was on the agency. I think it's called the Young Uns Agency. Now. Um, so did you? So, so you were on the agency, but you were you went back to school, normal school. Yeah, normal school back oh, in Southampton. No. Um, and then um, what happened after that? So did you? So you? got nine. So you got nine. So you were in nine then. Yes, at the Royal Festival, it was great. Um, at nine, Dobson was in it as well. It was really good fun. Yes, because <laughs> it was. So it would have been you, Jonathan Price, and lots of women, lots of cool. Yes. Yes. How was how that must have been. Because the Royal Festival was big, so playing Little Guido uh, with all these very experienced actors and, and Jonathan Price, that must have been, what was that, a good, was that a daunting experience or was it, you know, wow, this that is fantastic. Was fun. Um, it was fun. I think um, from, we rehearsed somewhere wonderful, I can't remember what, it was like an air hangar, it's somewhere in central London though, I don't think it exists anymore. Um, they built the set inside this uh, massive studio, so we got used to being quite a big space. And I think we rehearsed every weekend for about two months before the show happened. So I sort of got used to it before we got there. Um, the thing that was scary, though, was literally the night before the first night, there was a massive bomb scare at the Royal Festival Hall. <laughs> oh, blimey. Uh, so that was the terrifying side of it. Um, oh, not the performing, just the bomb <laughs> the performance, scare. There's just okay. the bomb scare. That was enough. <laughs> was this, had you done, like, other shows before this? Had you done, like, a, a local Amdram kind of that kind of stuff or was you literally just was this like the first proper experience on stage that you'd had oh no i was uh, i would do um uh dance festivals was the first thing i did um because I, I also joined like a local, local dance school and i would do dance festivals in like southampton fairham and portsmouth um also at school that the very limited amount of stuff they actually do at school <laughs> yeah um it was uh, these two things that also with Mrs. Holland, we did drama festivals with her and the shows every now and again, like every three months, she'd put on it like a, a medley of different shows. So I would do that with her as well. So you'd had a but little. This was, yeah, my first big experience, yeah. Yeah, so you'd had a little bit of experience before something like, like Nine. Yeah. So, so did Nine, that was great and, and, and huge experience. What happened after that? Were you then, was Sylvia putting you up for more and more stuff or what? Yeah, I had loads of. Um, uh, lots and lots of auditions going on, um, which is great. And then I did uh, an, an amateur production of Oliver at the Mayflower in Southampton at some point in, literally, I think it's when I was 10 years old, something like that. And the, the director of it, um, she died the night before we opened, Helen Dyer. For, it oh, was my for, God. Uh, Southampton... Theatre, like something to do with Southampton, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she died the night before we um, we were supposed to open. Uh, but before she did that, she managed to get in touch with uh, the equivalent of Trevor Jackson mm. uh, for Macintoshes and to get me an audition for the Oliver production to start with, uh, because um, uh, I wasn't going to get seen because I, I wasn't on the the in the school at Sylvia Young's full time. Oh, right. So at that point, they weren't submitting anyone who wasn't from um london it had to be directly from london originally right but helen and i got me this audition for oliver uh turned up and obviously said i'm obviously from the sylvia young school and uh and then i got the gig <laughs> you got the gig what part were you in that uh literally i started off as the cover and then eventually took over because uh, his voice broke as oliver. for oliver sorry yeah. 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 that <laughs> um, is mad 
it was insane. Um, uh, but also the audition process, we did about nine auditions, um, and it went on for about a year and a half. Really? Uh, literally, it was it was a mammoth thing. I remember thinking, this is insane. We were all, the first round happened in November. Ooh, I can't remember. Um, would have been ninety three. No, no, earlier than that. It would have been August nineteen ninety three. That we opened in November nineteen ninety four. It's insane. Jesus, what <laughs> so were you how doing? So how many? Sorry, how many uh, groups of kids were there then? In that time, we had two groups of kids. They were called oh, North and South, and we had uh, 20 people in each group. Right. Yeah. And how many, when you were playing Oliver, how many Olivers were there? Three. Okay. Three. So on I average, how many, perform- <laughs> how many performances? And how many performances? three dodges. And three dodges, well. How many performances yes. a week would you play as Oliver then? Oh, it was so random. I never understood that system. One okay. week, we would do a full week. Then we wouldn't do any week at all, and then we would do three shows. Sometimes we would do two. It was I didn't I never understood it. Yeah, it still baffles me to today. I don't understand how they work that out. But it, I think I think um, uh, I think they make it random so that you know the followers of the show they don't get too uh, they don't uh, hooked in on a certain kid or something like that. If you know what I mean. Okay. So uh, they. Uh, <laughs> what What was it like doing the, all of this amongst? trying to have a normal life back in Southampton. Were you still going to school? Oh, what was it? Hell of a normal life. I yeah. was loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, of course, this is um, at the Palladium doing, as well, I isn't it? I amount, a certain amount of schoolwork each day, um, it's like, like on the clock, hours I had to do. So I would often find I would get up at uh, 6, do um, an hour's work in the morning, go on the tra- uh, well, get to school. Then from school, I would get on the train. On the train, I'd be doing lots of set work for me. That would be on the stop clock thing. To get to London, do the show. In the interval, do some more work. Finish. Oh my do god! Do a second, a second act. Get on the train, do work all the way home, and then go to sleep at sort of three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, because I had to travel back to Southampton, and then I'll get up at six. It was um, a bit mammoth. The the amount of schoolwork they expected me to do was was uh, ridiculous and completely unnecessary. <laughs> and was it a case? Was it a case? Completely unnecessary. With the schoolwork, did you? Uh, was it a case of you have to do this amount or else you can't be in the show? Is it that sort yes, of thing? Yeah, there's a set oh, okay. legal yeah. like time limit. You have, you have to do this. You have to do that. Um, mm. And it was hard to do as well because. Um, you didn't have the the visual demonstration from the teacher talking about it. I just had to take All it right. from a from a book. Oh, so you didn't uh, have a tutor? No. Oh no, God, you were on your own tutor. with books. God, that's really yeah. Scary. It was so silly. That it would have so scared silly. me to death. I know. Absolutely, I'm dyslexic as well. So it was. It yeah, was me too. Life. So that would yeah. Blimey. Yeah. So this is the Palladium production we're talking of. of yes, Oliver. the Palladium. The, yeah. the London Palladium. <laughs> and who was who was your who was Fagin then? Jonathan Price. I went oh, with okay. him again. Oh well, as you as you do. <laughs> old old love is together then, yeah. Yes, he was great, um, and uh, I had a great time in that. And the chaperones were the same as nine as well. In fact, it was uh, you know Denise Van Outen's parents. Oh okay. I can't remember that. Ray, I think the guy's oh, name is. Oh, because she's a Sylvie Young's girl, isn't she? So yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, her parents were, were brilliant. She used to teach her magic tricks and things like that. <laughs> brilliant. Um, so that was good. Okay, um, so you're ten at this point. Oh, God, no, I can't remember. 10, 11. Uh, 11, 10, 11. And it was so annoying because the if I was one day older, I could have stayed on for another six months. But because I was born on the 25th of April and not the 24th of April, I had to leave <laughs> in 
February. So annoying. Another oh, stupid no. rule that they made up. <laughs> oh, but no. but you would after that you you know you it's not as if you never performed again because you then went into another iconic musical, didn't you? Yes, not long off. Loads of, well, quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. I'm talking about no, a certain um, French Revolution musical. Yes, um, uh, Le Miserable. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that was depressing. Uh, no, it was great. And then uh, what else was there? There was other stuff. So you got. Uh, so then you went. Did you go straight from Oliver to Les Mis? Yeah. Well, I, got, I had to wait for my uh, license days to reco- recover because um, I used them all up for Oliver. So there's something like you have to have like about six months time out or something like that. But the minute that came available, I was I was back doing that. But just for a bit though, not as long as I did Oliver for. Uh, Oliver was uh, a bit. It was good, but it was a bit exhausting for both me and the parents because the parents had one of them had to get me up on the train each day um, to the theatre and back, and it was it was just a bit exhausting to be honest. Yeah. So I'm assuming you weren't playing Marius at the age of eleven. Uh, no. What what role were you playing then? Fontaine. Oh, Fontaine. <laughs> How wonderful. No, uh, Gavroche. Oh, okay, so, brilliant. Yeah, oh, okay. it was cool. It's so, different. The show's different now. Little changes they've done musically. It's really, really very different. Mm, um, really? Yeah, they've, they've they've taken so much off the show. I'm sorry, I like it. They've cut another hour off it since since ninety five. Well, it 96. is long. <laughs> yes, it's very long. So during um, this time, were you doing? Were you having auditions for commercials and? Oh, all the time! Sort of it was brilliant. The commercial ones were great fun because you didn't have to prepare anything. <laughs> yes, just had a photograph, Polaroid, and off you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love the commercial ones; they were great fun. Uh, what else was I over there for? Plays. I got offered a play in, in Blackpool, but I couldn't do it. Um, it. Something where I got murdered by my own mother, or something like that. Um, oh. I can't remember the name of it. Okay. It was, but yeah, I got offered that, but I couldn't do it because the license days were all used up, unfortunately. Um, what else was there? Uh, oh god, I've gone completely blank. Okay, so what, after Les Mis, what what happened after Les Mis? You just carried on with the Sylvia oh, Young agency. Yes, yeah, so the thing is, after that though, I I started doing my uh, GCSEs, started really focusing on them. So I, I was doing less and less uh, work, and sometimes I had to turn down auditions and things like that. I did things like uh, Euro 96, you know, the guys that brought the flag on the pitches and oh, all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, things like that. <laughs> Running on a pitch. Being. So lots of random things that wouldn't really affect the schoolwork, mainly weekend stuff. So I had to really, really pull back on all the work I was doing as a kid. So you're 16 now, doing sort of 16, 15, doing GCSEs. That's it. And at uh, the point where you're thinking... Oh, sorry, what? No, I was just thinking, you're at the point of thinking, well, I could now go and meet, be an accountant, possibly, go to uni. Oh, that was... Yeah, or that was, I could do something yeah. else. What What did you do? Well, I wanted... I know exactly what I wanted to do. So I was... I, you know how you get all those career advice guidance people yes, at school? Yes, at school, yes. Oh, ridiculous. That's another ridiculous thing. I oh, yeah. <laughs> say, hello, yes, I've just done this in, in the West End. I've just done this in the West End. Yes. And I want to be an actor. What should I do now? And she goes, oh, well done. That's really good. So so what you could do is you could be a counsellor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you're artistic and sensitive. Because you're artistic and yeah. you can talk to people. You, you could be a counsellor. So that's great, but I'd like to be an actor. No, you don't want to do that. You want to be a counsellor. It's like, it was ridiculous. In fact, I walked out. So I stopped halfway and walked out because I got so frustrated. <laughs> um, and then uh, I went to uh, A-level college after that in Southampton. And I did a fantastic A-level with this amazing guy called Alan Duffield. Uh, it was at the Peter Simmons College. 
and the course there for performing arts was fantastic. It's different now. I think he's left and they've expanded and they've made like a whole department of it. But he was brilliant. He was a he's very stick. Uh, he sticks very much to the Brechtian style, and it really opens up. He really opened my mind up to different styles. Uh, oh, that's brilliant! Tell, tell us about a bit about the Brecht. What did you like about that? Oh, it was just so different from the usual stuff I was doing. Right. Uh, because going from drama and dance festivals, we we all obviously re- recreating in drama festivals, re- you're recreating scenes from well-known shows and things like that. Um, with Brecht, you're doing what would what for an eighteen-year-old is seems quite obscure. Right. Uh, you've, you've never heard of things like the Caucasian Chalk Circle or um, um, Mother Courage. Mother Courage, things mm. like that. In fact, I went to go and see it at the National with him in the round years ago. It was fantastic. Mm. And the Marat Saad as well. That was in the round. They did like a whole in the round season at the, at the National. It was brilliant. Uh, but so yeah, this is interesting. Brilliant. So you're getting, you've had your young performing, singing, dancing, yeah. performing, professional uh, experience. And now you're getting, you're sort of getting a bit of a grounding as far as yeah. uh, theatre and, and acting and that sort of thing. Absolutely. We did uh, that and also uh, dance wise, we were, st- we were focusing on uh, deviate physical theatre. Brilliant. Who yeah. at the time were excellent. Mm. Uh, they were great. <laughs> they still are. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> um, so what happened after that? So you did the A level and then. A-level college, that's it. I was doing A-levels and I was studying away and then I had more counselling, set. no, uh, career guidance sessions where they told me I should be a physiotherapist, I should should become a vet, I should... uh, Teach Pilates. Yeah, yeah, anything anything but that. So then I had to find out myself all the thing about the drama school. So uh, also the internet, it was a very new thing for me then. Mm. So I had to literally, God knows how, search through the library for the the main conference of drama schools. I don't know if they still have that same setup. So I could see which ones to focus on. And then I had to look at what the students were doing where that what they've done since they graduated and just have like a short list of, of drama schools to audition to. And so I auditioned for, I think, RADA, Mountview, Guildford, Arts Ed, and that was it. Also, uh, Middlesex University, because my, my, uh, my dad yeah. insisted I, I auditioned for a UCAS-approved university. Yes. Ah, Degree. Well, thing. then it does have a good reputation, uh, I've heard. Yes, so, fantastic yeah. one. It's a really, really good one. Mm. And I've met those people from who graduated from there recently, and they've, mm. they've had a great time. But... Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't for you. It wasn't for me. Um, it was all about writing essays, and I think that's wrong. Uh, it should be about exploring different styles and trying things out and getting your mind in a different mindset, depending on what you're doing. Not sit down and write an essay about someone else's Absolutely. style it's not, it's yeah. without experiencing it. I just think that's silly. Yes. Yes. So it's doing the vo- actually doing, being the vocational doing as opposed to... Uh, yes, exactly. I'm going to write I mean, about it, but I haven't actually done it and experienced it. Exactly. It's like, oh, GCSEs, uh, going back to that, it's the drama thing. What was that all about? So you, you, the actual uh, drama side of it was 20% of the final grade. So I got luckily I got an A for that. That was great. The rest of it is all written work. Mm. I know it's pra- you might as well be doing English literature. It's exactly the same as English literature from... From, but with a, a script instead of a, a, yeah. a, like a prose book, um, narrative. Um, um, so you auditioned for these four or five schools. What, oh, yes. What was that like? What, what uh, experience? Because obviously from RADA to Mountview to Guildford to Artsed, and, and they're all very, very different. 
Yes, uh, I, I prepared different pieces for each one because it's all very different. Obviously, all the courses were very different, like um, Mountfield and where else is it? Oh, yeah, just Mountfield for both the acting and the musical theatre course. Mm. Rada, it was the acting and TV or something like that. Mm. Guildford was musical theatre and Arts Ed was the musical theatre as well. And which one out of those did you feel you wanted to? And I'm going to cut it there for this week. So if you want to find out what happened next to Charlie, you're going to have to tune in next week for part two. So if you're listening through iTunes, you can subscribe hit by hitting the subscribe button and you'll get the second part sent straight to your iPhone, iPod or iPad. And it would be really great if you could write us a review. If you get a moment on iTunes, perhaps a, out of five stars, a little positive review, that'd be great. Okay, well, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. Don't be so dramatic. <laughs>